Hey, hey, I'm Des. Hey, y'all, I'm Sa. And we're the co-hosts of Let's Talk Sis Podcast, where we truly believe that together, empowered women can transform their lives. Join us for heartfelt stories, enlightening conversations, and a whole lot of accountability along the way. Welcome back to yet another episode. Yes, yes. Um, what are we talking about today? Um, I actually want to talk about a topic that we were discussing yesterday. You made a statement saying that, and don't quote me because I don't remember what you said word for word, Mm -hmm. but you made a statement basically saying that you feel like people who have families that support them don't work as hard as, I guess, people that don't. When you say families that support them, what do you mean? Like, I don't remember. Well, you don't remember saying that? I don't know. Um, well, from my point of view I believe you were talking about I don't know what you were talking about specifically that's why I really want you to explain a little deeper to kind of defend your cause um just work as hard like you said you don't feel like they have as much ambition I guess or drive oh people okay yeah I think uh like financial stability like support yeah can you explain Um, what you meant by that I mean I feel like it's simply put like it's really black and white um one thing about me, I am very straightforward. So what I say is what I mean. And if mm-hmm. I said that I feel like people who have some sort of or come from a family that provides them with some sort of financial stability, they don't have as much ambition as those that don't. That's exactly what I meant. So what part did you want me to? That's what I, I just wanted you to say that. But I wanted you to dive a little deeper because I feel like. I I get what, why you're saying that or where you're coming from, but I somewhat disagree in a way. Um, I feel like I can defend the people on the other side mm-hmm. a little bit. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic is because this has been a topic my entire life mm-hmm. that I've never spoke on because younger, I kind of, when did, I was did younger. That, did that pluck a nerve for you? Yeah, it did. You breathing heavy over here. It did. It did. You know, because my pants are pretty tight. I'm fighting for my life. But no, it did pluck mm-hmm. a nerve a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, How come you didn't say anything in that moment? Because I listened and I thought about it. I'm trying not to respond as quick. Because I thought about it. It's just when you said something, it wasn't really a response. It was just like a, hmm, she one of them. I am one of them. <laughs> It was one of those uh, moments, for sure. And another reason, like, us even talking about this is kind of, like, still growth. I love when we have our episodes. I feel like it's always growth because this is never a topic that I've ever talked about. Because I used to, like, kind of be embarrassed, I guess. From what? That, um, I don't know, having, like, my family do everything for me. You should definitely be embarrassed. I mean, not now. My family doesn't do everything for me now. Wait, no, definitely not now. But um, but no, growing up, like embarrassed about what? Hold on, I I want to say embarrassed. I think that this is going to be one of those conversations where it's going to be so much said and so much to unpack. So I want to make sure that I am hitting every point that you need me to hit throughout the conversation. Because like you know me, I lose my train of thought like really really fast Mm -hmm. so the first thing that you said is i feel like i could defend the the people on the opposite side right which just for our viewers our listeners destiny and i i'm not sure if y'all tuned in from episode one but destiny and i come from two completely different backgrounds right and upbringing so that's one right but the first thing you said i think prior to that and don't quote me y'all but was Oh, the first thing you said prior to that was, I feel where you're coming from, but I feel like I could defend the other side. Yeah. You you will never be able to feel where I'm coming from. You could try to understand, but I don't think you will ever be able to feel where I'm coming from. So let me correct that. I don't feel where you're coming from. Thank you. But hold on. No, thank you. Hold on. <laughs> thank you. Because wait, what do you, what do you even mean by that? That I would never be able to feel where you're coming from. We come from two different places. You could try to understand, but you will never be able to feel where I'm coming from. Like the first thing you said was, "I feel where you're coming from with that," but okay, I feel so like, like I, I defend, okay, defend the opposite side. To correct that, uh-huh. I can see why you would say something. Yeah, like that. that makes that. I like that. Thank you. But go continue. 
Give us a little insight. <laughs> um, no. So I get it where you coming from, but I disagree. I feel like, and I'm not saying I'm speaking for everybody because I can't speak for everybody, but from what I know is, and me personally, I think it's like kind of the opposite of what you feel. No, I never said I felt anything. What did you say? I didn't say I feel anything about your perspective and your upbringing and your experience. Because I can't relate to it, so I can't speak Correct. on it from the terms of But feeling. you said that you feel like we don't work as hard. But this was in pertaining to something, and that was my original statement, yes. But in accordance to your personal experience, I we never had a conversation similar to this. So I would love for you to backtrack before I interrupted you and give us, like, walk us down memory lane. That's what you were about to do, right? <laughs> like, what you say, in middle school or elementary school? You I didn't say neither. No, I wouldn't say embarrassed, but it was just like, I want to say kind of frowned upon. Because I, you saying we come from different places. We don't come from different places. I grew up in the hood. I was, I lived in West Philly amongst everyone else. Um, I had different things, but I was amongst everybody else. So we didn't really come from two different places, I want to say. But because of that, like... So- before you continue, I want to make sure we provide in our audience with some <laughs> insight. So, uh-huh. we come from relatively relatively the same neighborhood. Right. But when I say, when I'm referring to, like, come from, I'm talking about upbringing and experience. So, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, like, demographics, logistics, like, things like that. Right. Just, just for hindsight. But my point of saying that was... Since I do come from the same area, first of all, first of all, can we clear up that, because I don't want to make it seem like I came from like Silver Spoon, something spectacular, like I came from a regular middle class household, maybe low class, because middle class is probably, what's middle class? You you would know. (laughs) What's middle class? You would know. I think probably... I wouldn't say lower class, but probably like a middle class. So I lived in like, I had a regular household, but I did have more than all my peers and the people around me. And because of that, I feel like growing up, especially like getting into stuff, arguments, like the only thing that everybody always said was like, basically that my mom did everything for me. Like, oh, you only got that because you know, and it's like to look back on it, it's like, duh, that's my parent. But at the time it was like terrible. Like, I don't want to say I was ashamed, but it was like, I felt bad for what I had and what I had access to, I guess, in a way. But to go back on topic, um, to say that people that come from that doesn't work as hard, I think is like kind of insane. Because I know for me personally, um, first of all, I think I've worked pretty hard in my time. And to also say, I remember I started the business when I was 15. And that was one of, I'm not going to lie, like that was one of the main reasons I started the business. Just to have my own and to get stuff on my, on my own. And to prove that I can really. And not to anybody else, but to my mom. Coming from my mom doing so much and able to do so much, I think... And this is, I can't really speak on, like you said, where other people come from. But I would think that, why do you think that people who didn't come from that work so hard? Didn't come from, like, what you say, like financial stability or something? I think that is, like, a psychological thing, right? Mm -hmm. I think that um, for the people that come from similar situations, like I have, that experience kind of wires um a sense of beast in you where it's like mm-hmm. it's it's based off of strictly just like survival mode okay. and one thing the reason why i say that you could never feel for me is because you weren't in survival mode like if you saying that you come from a middle class household mm-hmm. you have not been put in survival mode and one thing about survival mode it it's like fight or flight. And that's why you see so many people killing people and so many people because of the sense of lack. People mm-hmm. are going without these things. So they are 
doing whatever they need to do by any means necessary. And God forbid, you know, that means killing somebody or yeah. stepping on the next person or robbing somebody, whatever the case may be. But when your livelihood and your household, especially for the men, like black men that's experiencing this or coming up in this, mm-hmm. it's like a generational hardwiring. Like you see your grandma struggle, right? Yeah. Uh, well, not you, but like <laughs> coming up, you see your, no, seriously, yeah. all jokes aside. You see your grandmom have this old house that's like run down, the ceiling caving in, the furniture is years old, and she got a couple dollars trying to piece together to give you to go down to the market. Yeah. Then you see that, okay, now you see your mom going through the similar thing with a baby or a single mom that's trying to work hours and maybe your mom wasn't even present because she needed to be at work or you know, vice. I've actually, I experienced that. But you had a family, who, who did, okay, when your mom was at work, who was you with? My mom had to leave me for months and go work in another okay, so, state. And I love that for you. No. But where, who, were like, you, who were you with? My grandma. Okay, so you have a grandma. So, for example, like, I don't want to compare struggle because that's not something I really like to do in a sense. But I feel like this is facts, right? Mm-hmm. My mom had to go work and couldn't show up. And there was no grandma. There was no aunt. There was no friend. It was me as a little girl fending for my brother and sister. Yeah. And that's just what the reality of it is. Don't answer the door. Don't go to the window. Don't go to the door. If you hear anybody knock or continuously knock, call me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's completely different. Like yeah. you coming from a middle. I didn't, I didn't compare it though. I didn't try to compare it. No, I was speaking. Like I'm not saying this as a rebuttal, but the mm-hmm. reality is like to defend my argument. Like this is my reality. This is my experience. So mm-hmm. I mentioned like my mom having to work because she don't have no other means of income coming in if she don't go work or mm-hmm. not being able to come to the meetings that she need to she need to come to mm-hmm. or me getting kicked out of school and not being able to be reinstated for a week because my mom can't afford to be off work or go and work late because she might she's scared of being fired and if she get fired then it's you get what I'm saying yeah so it's like you had a grandma and I'm I'm happy like I love that for you I'm happy that you got to experience that I'm happy that you had that certain level of support or like you know a backbone like your family had that Mm -hmm. structure to where is the okay if mommy not here you got grandma and i'm not saying that your experience was terrible or was great because personally i don't know right but what i can say is i'm sure you wanted your mom i'm sure you this and a third but i'm just happy that you had kinfolk that could step up it's different where like it's different where i come from i get it i get it i mean you you understand it I do. Mm-hmm. I understand it for sure. And your point of saying that was to say that y'all, you feel like people have, you said another, like a beast, like you have to. For one, based off a of survival, survival move. Mm-hmm. But the whole reason why I even brought that up was because this is a generational type of embedded that's happened. Right. So you grow up, you see your grandma going through this. Then you see your mom go through this with kids. Now you got to step up and it, it, it eliminates your childhood. So for you to say you had more amongst your peers and this and third, I'm happy that you had what an average child I feel like should have. As far as the nice clothes, the car, whatever the case may be, whatever you had that was more than what your peers had, that they felt as though they had an inadequate or insufficient amount in comparison to you. I wasn't even talking about clothes or cars or anything like that. I was like saying younger than that. But but what, what did you have more than at your peers at what age? Like what? Give me an example. I just didn't have to endure a certain struggle. And I love that for you. I feel like you should embrace that. Like, that's cool for you. I but, mean, I embrace it now, but then I didn't. Yeah, but that's a you thing. That's a you problem. Yeah, for sure. It is. But my point of the topic was that mm-hmm. um, to say that. I still stand on it. I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But what I'm saying is to speak for those in my, I guess, position, I want to say, it was, it's kind of like, it's definitely not the fight or flight thing, but it's like, it's like you got something to prove, kind of. I love that for you. Or but to do be, y'all really? uh, yes. See, here's the thing. Cause to, listen, uh-huh. to come from, to come from having and to come from being able to do this, that, and a third or not struggling or whatever. And then imagine going, having all that. And then becoming an adult and being a failure and have absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you was to quit your job today or tomorrow, would your mom pay your rent? I would probably. Let's say if you didn't have a savings, you quit your job. Would your mom pay your rent? 
Is your mom in a financial position to pay your rent? An extra $1,700. Is your mom in a financial position to give that to you? Yes, but mm-hmm. I would have to go home. Like, she might pay it into my lease over. You're not getting the point. I will never get the point. Like, I'm trying to understand, but, like, for your mom to be in a financial position to give you money for another six months, $1,700 a month for another six months is a blessing. And I'm not saying that my mom isn't a blessing because she isn't able to do that, but... Like, I never said it wasn't a blessing. I'm no, saying, I'm saying that. What I'm saying is mm-hmm. just because that is the case mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we work it less hard. We just got different reasons. I'm sorry. And my, my perspective of what, what I said during our conversation yesterday still stands. <laughs> and I keep saying it because I'm really like. I'm passionate about this. Yeah. This is my like this is my life. life. Right. Um and for two, this is what I have experienced and witnessed continuously. What? People like not people that come hard? from healthy family dynamics. Mm-hmm. When I say healthy, I'm talking about financial like financially being healthy or like people that had that um two parent household. If you come from some sort of healthy background, Mm-hmm. or upbringing or you had that around you in your adolescent years i feel like those people do not work as hard as the people that don't i'm standing on that but what i can say to back up what i'm saying is you you made a point about having something something to prove right yeah and I, that's completely understandable but that's an ego driven motive it's a difference between having to do it because nobody else is going to do it and your back is against the wall or I'm doing this because I got a point to prove, which is ego-driven. There, it's two different things. It's like comparing apples and oranges. I mean, is disappointing your parents, is that ego-driven? Very ego-driven. Very ego-driven. One, one relies on your ability to live and one relies on your... I mean, your, it's still on your ability to and, live because... No, it's not. It is because... Who parents you are you going to die? Taking care of them until the day they die. Your parents. No, my mom is not taking care of me until the day I die. If that was the case, I wouldn't be working every day to pay my bills now. Okay. How many times have we had a conversation and you said Janina told you like you might as well just come back on home. You don't got to worry about no bills. You can go back home. Like, what do you mean? No, I cannot. You can go back to your mom's house. That's what go back home mean for me. Okay. Come to your mom's house or come to my house. That's not come back home and I'm going to find you somewhere to live. Okay. What's the, what's the funny part? I'm just laughing at listening Like, what was your point of mentioning that? Go back home means I'm just, you can't survive on your own and you need to come back home. That's what go back home mean. Okay. So, one... It, one... Okay, my perspective is based off of my livelihood, right? And another, your perspective is, your perspective is based off of uh, a status type of thing, right? Like ranking. And I'm not really sure what it feels like. Well, maybe what I can relate a little bit. What do you mean by that? Like a status type of thing? Like, okay, this is how I perceive my daughter, this is how I perceive my niece. This is how I perceive my granddaughter. Like, this, your status, ranking, and ego is, like, all... Like, why no. do we want to be winners? No. What I'm saying... For bragging rights. Yeah, but no. Because yeah, what I'm saying is... But no. <laughs> what I'm saying is... Basically, what I'm saying is this. Mm-hmm. The life I lived mm-hmm. as a teenager and mm-hmm. a kid and everything like that, the reality is... And you saying that it is the case. And although for a couple months, my mom would be able to say, okay, you got this, that, and a third. Or I got you and I can help you with this, that, and a third. Mm-hmm. The reality is my mom would not be able to maintain the same life for me all over the board that I live today if I had no contribution. Okay. For the rest of my life. So, can we go back to the question? The main fact, like, the main point of the matter? Which is? What's the question? 
you feel like you I feel like mm-hmm. y'all don't work as hard. So let's let's get into it. I disagree. What do you what do you, what's your perspective? Uh, what you, okay, so okay, let me say this. Because in order for you to disagree, I can't or agree, say I can't say that okay, we do or don't work as hard because I don't know how hard others work. No, let let's talk about you and I. Let's make it personal. <laughs> okay. No, I'm saying because to say others is to make it general, right? Okay. But why make it such general when it's when literally it's both of us like here. from two different two different sides of the argument, right? Go ahead. So why do you disagree? I feel like I've I've done a lot of talking thus far. I told you I disagree because I feel like I understand what you're saying, like the fight or flight, and it's not the same case for me. But I do have something to prove. I have something to show. It, yes, it's different. It's different scenarios. But that's what it is in my case. So you feel like because of the life I've had and because of the parent I have and the way I grew up and the way I was maintained, it's like anything less than if you don't do this, that and the third. Basically, it's like you got the easy route. Mm -hmm. You got the easy route. I have set you up to do this, that and the third because that's that's the reality here. I've set you up to do this. I set you up to be in this position. You don't have to do this. You don't have to. You basically got a jump start. Mm-hmm. And if you don't basically work hard to maintain this, mm-hmm. you're a failure. You're I a mean, failure. I mean, I'm sure everybody that's on my side. If you're on I, Team I know. Si, Oh, now it's teams. Yeah, it's teams. But if you're on Please, Team hold si, on. I wanted to give a disclaimer. My disclaimer is because I know how people be like in a tussle about this subject. And this I'm, is a subject worth tussling. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Don't don't eat me up. The people that's on the side is me that understand what I'm saying. Can y'all please speak up? Because I know people that be understanding. Y'all like me. Y'all y'all don't want to. Y'all want to fight with the wolves. But you could step up. You could say Are how we you wolves feel. Because we came from survival. Oh my god. <laughs> no, like wolves. Like no, because you said it's worth tussling over. Like it's not. So, are you insinuating that, like... Don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm no. being serious. What you mean? I never heard that saying before. What you mean? Like, I've heard, you saying, like, like, the tussle. I'm not referring to no category specifically. I'm just saying, like, like the crazy. tussle. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. Um, if you're on team side, I could definitely agree. If you got a jump start in life and you don't ten times that, you're definitely a failure, for sure. You should feel like a failure. Exactly. So... But you got to jump start. You got to look at all the people who have not and what they I were. They were we, we have been able to turn nothing into something. And I love that for so you. For like, you I have, have so much some, respect for, for that. For you to have something and turn it into nothing. You're a failure. <laughs> like literally. That's what I'm saying. So you got to work hard. And the argument was never about whether or not you guys were hard workers. The argument was, do you work harder? You, y'all don't I disagree But I'm asking you to share your experience Because in order for you to disagree or Agree with a, a, state, a statement In order for you to disagree Or agree with a statement That has some sort of comparison You have to really Defend your argument by sharing Your experience or your perspective In comparison to mine A experience of what? Working hard? I guess a moment in life that you felt like you really had to <laughs> you're trying to be funny <laughs> you you really had to like you really trying to be funny that's crazy nah i'm dead serious i will i'm you really act- had to what this is actually a great conversation i probably never had this because like i just felt like my perspective was just right you know mm-hmm. like it was never worth having out loud because like i mean <laughs> oh we had to work harder that was that's the whole point of the argument i think i think the argument is this you can't change what the argument I can. is. You can't. Because you started it off. The argument is this. I mm-hmm. get because what you just said, Adele, we had to work harder. I think the misconception, or not the misconception, but like the back and forth is that some people had to work and some people didn't, but that don't mean one is not working harder than the other. That's exactly what that means. No, it doesn't. You work hard. Just because you have to work and I don't have to work don't mean I don't still work harder than you. You you don't work harder than me. 
I hate to make this personal, especially <laughs> on camera and on the mic, but you don't work harder than At me. At this point in my life, I probably don't. At what point in your life are you return, referring to that you put, could have possibly... And I, I wasn't there. a lot of work. And I'm not discrediting the work that you put in. I'm sure you're a hard-working young lady, but have you worked harder than me? I doubt it. What makes you doubt it, though? Because... Because I, I wasn't what? present. So all of my perspective of who you were prior to us becoming friends is strictly based off of conversations that you and I have had. Yeah, But if any of this involves family, then it doesn't count. What do you mean involve family? What are you about to say about my upbringing? You said your upbringing. What does my upbringing? No, I'm saying all the conversations we had, whether it was, it's a collective of like all the conversations we had geared around upbringing or uh work or business and all this other all the other things i so you personally feel present. like you work harder than me because we had different upbringings moral is what you're yes saying. yes i'm standing on it i disagree i don't know i think it's different reasoning behind it like i said but i disagree yeah i mean i guess we're gonna have to agree to because disagree the reality is when you come from a financially stable Middle class, because you say I need to take pride in it. When you come from a financially stable, middle class household, mm-hmm. you got to work hard because it's about maintaining. Like, I don't know. I don't Like you said, I won't ever get your point. You won't ever get my point. I agree. But I feel like personally, like I know personally in my life, if I've ever, for example, I've gotten to gyms, I've gotten to situations where I had to phone my mom. I'm getting cursed out. She's going to help. But I'm going to get cursed out. And I love that for you. No. The point is that that's why you got to work hard. So you don't have to do that. You can't be a failure. Like, I don't know. Like, you just. I feel Like bad. I said, you got the. You got to step in. You got to step. So you cannot fuck it up. I understand Basically. where you're coming it's from. It's like you got the ball. I'm passing it to you. I'm giving you the torch. And you cannot fumble it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that building something out of nothing, that's a great thing. That's an amazing thing. But I'm saying that we work hard, too. That's what I'm saying. Y'all work hard. That was never the conversation. It was harder. There was a comparison that happened in the beginning of this conversation. But I respect, um, respectfully, I'm going to have to agree to disagree with the comparison factor of it. I'm not trying to knock you for the hard work that you do. But this was never about working hard or not working hard. It was working harder than like there was a comparison that happened. So that's what I was trying to say in a nutshell. But um, y'all, Team Sai, we won this. We won this debate. Um, you know, I think okay. In totality, it Can just I? it just really comes down to I guess you know just trying to understand things for what it is. And the reality I of it so is. I feel so many ways, but I don't want to, I don't want to sound like, I don't know. You don't want to sound like what? Oh, one thing else I wanted to add was, um, I'm, you just mentioned how if you got into a gym previously, you would call your mom and she would curse you out. Um, but she would still help. Right. And I love that for you. Like when I say I love that, I'm not being if sarcastic. If she can. I'm not being condescending. If she can. I'm not being anything. I'm just genuinely saying like, I, I love I forgot that, for that part. If she can. Right. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I feel like you're on this personal journey of not being a people pleaser, right? Um, am I striking a nerve? I'm listening to you. <laughs> I'm waiting Anyways, for this to come next. Um, I really, really do hope and pray that you get delivered from this urge or sense of entitlement of people pleasing. In totality. Like, I can't wait to see when you, like, completely... What does this have to do with people-pleasing? Because I feel like for you to even compare this with people-pleasing is kind of why I started the episode the way I did when I said that that's a way that I felt, like, when I felt bad about it or felt Mm -hmm. in however I felt about it. Kind of was because of what you explained this whole episode. Mm -hmm. Because I've always been the person... Like, I was really the person that used to try to get my mom to adopt everybody. Because I wanted people to live the life that I lived. And it was like a guilt kind of, I think. I think guilt is probably the way to explain it. Mm-hmm. But that's how I felt for so long. But now I don't feel that. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying like I don't feel for people that, you know, had less than or whatever, but to even compare it to people pleasing, I don't feel that. Like, I feel like. What my part mom, did you feel like I was comparing to people pleasing? I don't know anything in this conversation to compare to people pleasing. It kind of goes to what you just said when you asked me, why are you trying so hard? You don't have to, something about the struggle you said to me. And I never, never once ever portrayed that I struggled or had a financially hard life. Yeah, I never, not once you, so ne- what is never con- not once outside of this conversation felt like that. Now, I feel like you trying to make excuses for whether you had came from a financially stable or middle class like um family or household. I feel like at that point, it's kind of like, why? See, here's our issue, right? The people that's on my side, right? And I'm only saying my side, not technically me, but like people that come from similar upbringings like from me. Our issue with people like you is the <laughs> fact that y'all don't embrace you, where y'all come from. Like we have- I do now. That's my point. Yeah, I do you now. Do, you do now. But like in general, even when we're children, even throughout life experiences, or even when we think about going to a HBCU in comparison to a PWI, it's kind of like- why do y'all have such a hard time embracing who y'all are? Like, we don't have no other choice but not to embrace who we are. Do you get what I'm saying? So it comes off to us as if, like, a pity or a sad story or something of that nature when it's like, bro, this is my reality. I, I already accepted it because this is my reality. I have to live through it. So just embrace who That's you where are. I am now, though. That's yeah, what I was I, explaining. And I love that for you. But I'm what you mean is always... But I also want to wait, what you mean is like a pity or something? I feel like that's what people that come from your background or people who come from higher earning uh, families, not even just you and where you were at in your family and stuff like that, but like even people who are wealthy or like I went to a PWI. I went to, mm-hmm. I went to school with a student who, whose dad was CEO of, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Pepsi Cola or Coca Cola or whatever the case, the case may be. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's always this sense of like, Oh, I'm trying to understand or I feel where you're coming from. And I understand the intentions might be pure, but the reality is, and I think this is for any situation that you're not a part of that you can't directly relate to. I think that it needs to just really be like, I'm, I could try to understand, but I will never understand. And that's something that you said during this conversation. And that's what I think that you should have started this whole conversation off by saying, instead of trying I to never, say, but even, even as a child, I never tried to, I never tried to get or feel what people feel or get where like I didn't I don't but you saying saying, even you saying oh I tried to get my mom to adopt everybody because I want everybody to live the life that I live you're uh, although your intentions were pure I'm sure as a child it's like what like how does that sound to you as an adult like sitting right here I just said the way I feel and think now is has changed from when I was a kid. So I feel I'm like asking, I've said that so many times. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So I'm asking you, sitting right here, live in the flesh, as a 24-year-old woman. It was the pity, like you said. I just, yeah. Bingo. That's my point. So I'm speaking to two different, I'm speaking to different versions of you throughout your transition of where you are today. I'm mm-hmm. not speak. I wasn't referring to you and who you are, but I'm saying in our experience from people that come from this, we constantly have to deal with people because we're in mixed environments. Sometimes some of us, some of us are in mixed environments and some of us have the opportunity to say we can be amongst people of different caliber. Right. But the reality is some of us isn't, for example, my little brother, he's smart. His academics have really seen him through to be in some of the highest rooms uh, to be amongst people who are literally, it don't even got everything to do with finances. It could just literally be like that type of home, mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z, right? So he has been, he has been able to be amongst those people because of his academics, right? right. So with that being said, you go in these rooms, you go to these people's house, you get, you be in these rooms, you go to these people's house, and you see how they live in, mm-hmm. and then you, you like for example, for my in my brother's case. You got a friend, you think you homies. Because the thing is, when you kids, you don't really see no different, right. right? Until different is exposed to you. So my brother has a friend, right? And it's just real black and white. You go to his house, you're not thinking nothing of it, right? Mm-hmm. That Y'all playing video games, y'all eating dinner, y'all doing homework together, this and third. Then a friend come to your house, now all of a sudden, your fam- his family, you know what I'm saying, trying to step up and trying to, Oh, he can come over here whenever he wants to. Or- no, my life wasn't like that. My family wasn't like that. I'm not saying okay. you, but I'm you. I'm speaking on his experience, yeah, yeah. and I'm speaking about people who are financially well off, farther than where your family, like where right. your family is. Yeah. So 
it's that I get where you trying to come from as far as trying to understand. But also I think that acceptance plays a huge role in this whole process. Because had you started the conversation off with, I will never be able to understand where, where you come from or where you came from. I wouldn't have been so defensive in the beginning. You get mm. what I'm saying? As soon as you said, I feel it was like, Hmm, let me let me take this back and let me hit every point that you said because <laughs> yeah. you would never be able to feel but i also feel like the way i thought and felt even when in regards to like you said with pity and stuff like that i was the like i said i was raised in a regular ass household in a regular neighborhood and everything like that the way i maneuvered and thought and felt was based on the how the people around me made me feel People around me, my peer, a lot of peers and other people made me feel like it was a bad thing to have had what I had. A bad thing or a different thing? A bad thing. In what case if I was scenario? To, if I was to ever be in any argument, mm-hmm. any the only thing, the main thing people always said was silver spoon. Your mom did this. Your mom did that. Like it was a bad thing. So did you? If interpret- it was just different, if it was just different, it wouldn't been. It wouldn't have been brought to me as an insult. This was people ways in insulting me. And why did that affect you? How what did you? you how did you perceive it to be? When they were saying all of this stuff, how did you perceive it as if it was a bad thing, right? And this is why I go back to people pleasing. This is why I go back to ego. This is why I go back to all of these things because all of this has some sort of correlation tied into it. That's like you said. That's like me and you sitting here arguing, right? I got on dark gray and you got on light gray, and I'm and we arguing about I don't know who who hoodies look better or who jacket tops look better, and I'm like, but I got on a dark gray. Mm-hmm. The reality is, I got on a dark gray. Now, if you perceive that to be an insult, that's on you. But I got mm. on a dark gray hoodie. No, that's not the same. Yeah, it's, I get it's where you're going, but it's not the same. It's the same because when they said silver spoon, they did not lie. I wouldn't say I was silver spoon, but I get I get you. I, get the, you. I think what I'm saying is where around. I am where I am now. Uh huh. Where I am now. Mm-hmm. What you're saying right now, I can wholeheartedly understand. Mm-hmm. And as I was growing up, between the years of getting like I want to say for me, it didn't happen probably like to end of high school, in high school, college. Is when I realized, like, that's not an insult. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, that's not an insult. Like, mm-hmm. my mom, she was a parent. She did what she could with what she had. Mm-hmm. Which was more than most people in our environment. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing wrong with it. I didn't say it was. But I don't she... think it is. I did. I did think. I never. No, 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 no. I never thought it was something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I never once thought it was something wrong with it. But. It was a guilt. Like, I don't know. But that's a you thing is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I understand that. So for you to say people try to make it seem like it was a bad thing. No, you thought it was a bad thing because you felt guilty. Here you are. You're technically an implant, right? So if we got poor, 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 we all grew up in this poor neighborhood and you got this implant right here that's not as poor as everybody else. Of course, you are probably going to feel different. Now, if that different... If you, whether you embrace that different or rejected that different in a sense, that's a you problem. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that goes back to my whole people pleasing argument. It was never about pity. I mean, or anything. we we know I was a people pleaser. That's the point of what we what I'm going but through now. I, but you cut me off while I was finishing that whole spill. I was basically saying I can't wait to see you on the other side of this like thing that you're going that you're transitioning through i don't want to say going through because you're conquering it right if you feel like you have to work in overdrive or go 10 times as hard just to prove yourself to your mom to your teacher Mm -hmm. to your employer to whoever it is Mm -hmm. there has to be a certain level of identity crisis and i'm saying this because from my experience my experience in the conversation we had prior to this about our goals aligning this and third and transitioning in the workplace Mm -hmm. my need for my attitude shift in my workplace wasn't based off of perception or who my employers perceived me to be. Mm-hmm. It's solely based off of who I perceive me to be. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I mean, you don't have to agree. This is an open dialogue, essentially. So I can't wait to hear the people that's watching this. I get what you're saying. This. Definitely with proving yourself to other people. I had to. I didn't never. I didn't have to. But I wanted to 
show. I can't even say prove my mom because my mom really didn't care. Like you're literally running a competition against yourself for a title or for a sense of value or a sense of uh, fulfillment from your mom. But in your mom's perspective, she like, that's my daughter. I'm going to love her regardless, whether she got $0 or $5 or whether she got a million dollars, I'm still going to love her the same. That's my daughter. But here you are in your mind running this race. Like, oh, Tasha was successful. Tasha make this Tasha. And I'm not saying don't have those high standards, but what I'm saying is baby girl, accept yourself for who you are, where you are today. So do you take this whole time when I said, when I said it's like something approved kind of, is that how you take that? Like I was looking at it like, oh, Tasha was this and I got to be this. Yes, because we have another episode where you, sh- where you shared this perspective. You said my grandma was successful. My grandma came from this. My mom does this. She came from this. So I just feel like it's only. No, I didn't say they came from because neither this none is what of them they came had. from anything this good. Is, okay, they made so this, stuff for themselves. Okay, so this is this is all that you said. Right. And you said that this is it's basically I a mirror of what you. It's the same thing I keep saying. I still feel the same way. And I feel like that's great for you. Like I'm genuinely like not being condescending. I'm genuinely saying like. I love that for you. And I'm, I love that you have something in front of you that's tangible mm-hmm. to, to work towards. I love that for you, that you have the support. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. So we wrapping it I up. I definitely think it was people pleasing though. It's always people pleasing. You everything, definitely think it's people Everything pleasing. goes back to people pleasing. But you don't think people pleasing has anything to do, like anything to do relatively, like a slight chance to do with an identity crisis. No. Okay our case rest there all right so what's your word of advice for this for what's your word of advice for people that's come from financially stable households my word of advice today will be Mm -hmm. to be proud of who you are Mm -hmm. um be grateful for what you have Mm. know that you are very blessed Mm -hmm. um your life and someone else's life may not be the same, but it's still no comparison. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't compare apples to oranges, kind of. Um, Wait, hold on. Kind of just reminded me. When the cameras cut, y'all, <laughs> Destiny said she was kind of poor. Now, if you're listening to this and you have listened this far, please Hold on. Comment. I want to say, because my please, mom listens to this. Mom, when you listen please, to this, let on, me know. Listen, 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 listen. I'm pulling my please. phone out because I'm Googling. Don't your phone mess up the mic? Only when I'm playing the video or when you doing it. But go ahead. If you have listened to this point, right, I really want you to head over to Instagram or if you're listening to this on YouTube, comment. We really need y'all dialogue this episode. What does kind of poor mean? Leave the, the uh, response wherever you are. Well, my word of advice. Go ahead, Miss Heartworker. <laughs> It's going to be for those who didn't come from financially stable households. And it's going to be chin up, head down, and keep working. Because as soon as you look up, pew. It's crazy. You're literally the example of everybody I was speaking about growing up. I love that for me, I guess. I'm defending those people, right? You defending the opposite people. I love that for y'all too. But um, I also want to add a brief disclaimer that although this was a personal topic well I can only speak for myself as although this was a conversation that really hit home for me personally um I'm so glad that I could share this space with you and have these type of conversations without you like being offended are you offended no like I said I feel like I got past this I'm I'm never offended for I don't know I feel like I'm not offended but I feel like still on this topic and you just kind of proved what I already thought and felt. Mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of got to walk on eggshells with this topic. Really? Why? Because I don't and feel not like it. To, well, I know you don't feel like it. But not to compare. Because I don't want to say nothing that's insensitive. I mean, but if you feel like your experience is insensitive, that's your reality. I don't want to say nothing that's insensitive because the fact of the matter is some were, some were able and some weren't. And I don't want to say nothing that's like, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not walking on eggshells. Not ever. Not this episode. I know you're not. Not this episode and not ever. Your type of people never does. I guess. (laughs) Anyways, 
Um, this was a really good conversation. I enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for the great topic suggestion. <laughs> and then y'all, hold on. I want to add one more one. thing. Y'all know this one ate Destiny up because this was a conversation we had yesterday. She didn't respond. She didn't say nothing. I don't even remember if she responded to the comment that I made then, but I think she mentioned this. No, she didn't. I think she mentioned this as soon as she walked in the door. As soon as I said, we'll be talking about today. Baby girl already had her mind made up of what we was talking about. And I love that for her. I love that you was able to revisit the conversation. About because I wanted to, like I said, when I first started the conversation, and you did it, but I wanted you just to dive deeper into it. Mm-hmm. I feel like people who come from harder, more struggling backgrounds always feel like... You just said harder. Bingo! Bing. Harder backgrounds. Your background yeah. is harder. Yeah. So we work harder. I didn't say all that. <laughs> but I'm saying it's under it's understand it. Like you said, like when you gotta build something from nothing, you gotta work hard. It's like a magic trick. Call call us the hood magicians. Cause baby <laughs> all we know how to do is turn nothing into something. Yeah, I agree. And I'm only and I'm the reason why I also said that I understand in the beginning. Or I said I felt you. Whatever you said that made you jump on defense to defend it is because I like to compare it to like my mom. My mom had a hard background. My mom struggled. My mom got it. Well, off maybe the mud, we'll bring her on for another some, episode. Got something from nothing. So, and I want to also defend what I said by Conda poor. I mean, I wasn't rich. You cleaning it up for mm-hmm. Tasha? What you mean? When she hear this. No, I don't got to clean up for her. But what I meant by that is I didn't all, like, I wasn't Silver Spoon. Like, I watched my mom grind and hustle and make ends meet. Like, it wasn't always, like, just easy going. I mean, I didn't have much to worry about. I was a child, but I watched her. And I love that. Make it that way. Like, like I love that your mom was a hard wasn't worker. Easy. And the fact that your mom was My mom was change. a hustler. I for real. That. I love like, that for she your mom. Made it. And I love that for you. And I think that that's one of my reasons why I go so hard. So that my children can be able to reap the, you know, the fruits yeah. of labor. So that's why I said, whatever you felt, whenever you felt like, well, obviously when you were younger, you yeah. felt like it was some sort of guilt associated with it. Why? Embrace who you are. It's crazy because I say it all the time, especially now that I am where I am now. I say it all the time, like... Where are you today? I want... What you mean? Um, Acceptance. Like, it is what it is type of thing. Mm. And I say it all the time, like, when my kids... Like, I need... It's so much that I didn't have that I can't wait to instill into my kids. Like, embrace. Truly embrace, like what you got like embrace the silver spoons like embrace not having lack thereof i love that for you well y'all don't feel bad and don't feel guilty for what you can't control let's add that to my advice i said two minutes ago love that for you you feel like you got everything off your chest i guess i mean (laughs) i guess we got all night it's what, two o'clock in the morning? We don't have all night. <laughs> mm-hmm. So thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode yes, yes. of Let's Talk Sis podcast. Yes. I'm really excited for the direction that we decided to take. I'm happy that we are showing up as ourselves authentically. Shade. Um, no, I wasn't being shady. Okay. This was based off of what we were talking about. Remember I posted on my story today about I do remember, but I also remember five minutes ago in the same episode, you said I had an identity crisis. No. I said that you are in the process or transitioning through people pleasing. And I think that your correlation or that little piece of uh, guilt mm-hmm. association based off of the perspective of others was associated with identity crisis. That's what I said. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode. Yes, yes. We are extremely excited. Well, let me speak for myself. I am really excited to have you guys come along with us on this journey. It's kind of like having a YouTube channel yeah. and vlog in the process um, along the way. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Can we have a transparency on the mic real fast? Sure. Real fast. 
Um, I want because I know you just said let you speak for yourself. I don't normally I talk a lot, but damn, tonight you was going. Yeah. Because I also, I want to add to that and say, I'm really happy. I want to agree with you that I'm really happy that we get to show up. Because the thing of overcoming people pleasing is what I just said five minutes ago when I said, um, I feel like I was walking on eggshells. You said you feel, you still feel like that. Yeah, I said that five minutes ago, though, Mm -hmm. when I said I felt like I was walking on eggshells. And I do still feel like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I feel like. And this is a new, I'm acknowledging this right now. That is a major part of people pleasing. Because it's like, I'm always worried about hurting somebody's feelings or, you know, the response I'm going to get. So, I'm happy y'all get to watch this. This transformation. This journey. Because even watching back to the beginning of the episodes when I was in so denial of even being a people pleaser. So, to get to the point of admitting it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you over the conversation in school, but... I'm happy y'all get to witness my growth. I'm proud of me. <laughs> yeah, so y'all don't forget to head over to www.theirsisterlesstalk.com yes. and grab your merchandise, y'all. We're almost sold out of personal organizers for 2024 and it's not too late to get yours. Make sure you use code DSPOD to save some money too, though. Yes, if you like saving money, mm-hmm. use the promo code DSPOD. Get your merchandise, and yes. we'll see y'all on the next episode. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this video on YouTube. Nope. Give us a rating on please give all us a the rating. Audible episodes. If y'all give us a rating, we gonna follow y'all back. Per well, Too when far. you leave your yeah, <laughs> when you leave your rating, I guess leave your at name as well because it's not the same platform. You cannot follow anybody back on the Audible oh, podcast yeah. platform. Um, but yeah, leave your no, ratings. No, but seriously, y'all, comment. Please leave us ratings. Give us like opinions. she said. Yeah, I really want to know how y'all feel though. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Let's talk sis with Des and Sai. Stay connected by following us on all of your favorite social media platforms. And don't forget, use hashtag Dear Sister Let's Talk to find us. Wait, before you go, head over to our website or our Instagram and join our interactive community for a daily dose of sisterhood where like-minded women fellowship, encourage, and create a safe space amongst one another. See you inside, sis. Toodles. Bye.